Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Gooey Fame. Goo, how are you? Doing pretty good. How you doing? Cannot complain. <laughs> uh, had a lot of fun watching The Legend of Zelda cartoon, which we are back and covering exclusively for, for patrons over on patreon.com forward slash virtual theater. And uh, this is episode number four of our bonus series, and I'm excited to get going into this show because it was bonkers. I know I said that about episode three, but like this one was even more outrageous, I I feel like. This one, they were really thinking, well, just moments that were like, what, what was going through their minds when they created this? There's like, there's a ton of awesome one-liners there's a ton of awesome, like, <laughs> ridiculous scenes. Th- this whole thing is just, like, absolutely ridiculous, and I loved it. This is my favorite episode so far. Uh, yeah, the this one, yeah, this one and the last one were a better set of episodes, I think. I think the show, again, I think maybe I'm just getting used to it. That could be one theory, but I'm really starting to have even more fun than I could ever have imagined. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a blast and it is it like it's just so absurd and outrageous that it's it's transcended for me almost where it's on that other level of like like this is way ahead of its time I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is breaking us again all over again. All over again. <laughs> so let's get into it when of course you know what we got to have at the beginning of each episode. Uh. X M number seven, baby. I couldn't have guessed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we got last episode, we had uh, two XMs. I do believe that this is the only XM that we get this uh, this show. I could be wrong about that, but I don't recall another one. This particular episode actually gives us kind of uh, a mutation of the XM, and it gives us a PM from Zelda. She's like, (laughs) well, pardon me. I loved that. That was pretty good, actually. It was it was great. I loved it as well. I didn't put it in my notes. I don't know why, but man, it was it was it was nice. It was like a, an extra bonus one in there. Yeah, it's not the counter, but it's an honorary XM. Exactly. Um, so this this starts off, and it's uh, it's not your typical intro for a Zelda cartoon. Zelda is out by herself, so not with Link, and she stumbles across this beautiful maiden. And she's being attacked by a three-headed dragon whose name I couldn't remember when we started watching this. But then, um, immediately, they're just like, Gleok. And I really do love that this show just makes a point of saying all the enemies' <laughs> names. Yeah, it's it, it, it's that toy commercial mentality, which is like, I don't know why they didn't have those toys we talked about in the last episode. But like, it is that thing where it's like, you, it's for the kids who are watching, you know, so you can... Then go like, oh, Gleok, oh, Goma, you know, you just have that, Mm. like, that recognition and, you know, maybe it makes you want to go play the game to see these creatures. Like, it really does just seem like a lost opportunity, though, to not have toys. Like, everything (laughs) had a toy back then. Yeah, yeah, I guess there there had to have been some Zelda toys then, but I'm sure there weren't for the cartoon. I don't know. Someone who knows about this, let us know. Yeah, I, I did a quick old um, Google search here looking for toys, and, and nothing came up, unfortunately. But uh, 
a guy can dream, I guess. There is there is a lot of cool Zelda toys, just not any cool Zelda there was cartoon a, toys. There was a ton of merch back then. There, you know, there was like lunch boxes and the game watches, and there was the cereal. So th- there was a lot of stuff you could buy for your kids, you know. Yeah, um, and if anybody's got one of those, uh, let's see some pictures. Tweet at us over at Virtual Theater X. Uh, so this beautiful maiden and Gleok are in cahoots. Who yeah. would have ever thought? Yeah, they. I like that they kind of just spill the beans on that one right away, but it's it's pretty fun. Our boy Gleok is kind of a gentle soul too, because uh, this this beautiful maiden is taking some some personal shots at him, and Gleok's like, "Yo, that's not in the script. Like, calm down. You're hurting my feelings." <laughs> yeah, and I love that. <laughs> yeah, the Gleok is fun. He's got personality. Uh, he um. When he's fighting Zelda, I think it is too. He's kind of, he's kind of a wimp a little bit, I guess you could say. Uh, so that's kind Absolutely. of fun. Or he's sensitive. He's a sensitive guy. Uh, what did he say? Grapefruit upsets his tummy or something he, oh, like that. <laughs> he says, "Grapefruit gives me heartburn." They start spitting fire, and he's like, "See what I mean?" <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. The, the whole fight is actually ridiculous. So Zelda is out for a walk, and she's like, I think she's picking fruit or something like that. She's got a basket of fruit, and she just starts whipping this fruit at poor Gleok. And, like, she's throwing whole lemons down his throat. She's got some impeccable aim, too, by the way. Yeah, she says, take these lemons, sourpuss. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. I, I Yeah, Zelda, Zelda, she says, like, I'm not going to wait for, you know, Link to have an adventure or whatever so that was kind of cool so zelda has a little bit of uh like agency in this which compared to the games of the time where she's she is just a sleeping absolutely. damsel it's kind of cool she she absolutely don't need no man she is just as effective <laughs> fighting gleok arguably even more so than when link shows up <laughs> yeah. um, because link uh, of course link eventually does show up but he fights gleok to what could be considered a stalemate because he's got Gleok's tail, and Gleok is shooting uh, fire at Link's feet, but they're running in a circle, which is an amazing, amazing visual. Yeah, but he, uh, he grabs he grabs the tail, and yeah, and it's just like a total uh, like a dog chasing its tail sort of thing. I, I thought it was really funny because this beautiful maiden is is just like, no, Zelda, I don't want you to save me. It has to be a, a <laughs> yeah. handsome adventurer, and you kind of see them uh, giving each other a little bit of the gears to the side. And like this, this maiden's like cheering for Link and being over the top, and Zelda's just like eating a banana, which I thought was funny. <laughs> That's like a universal sign of not caring is eating a banana. She don't, she don't give one fuck. Although she actually uses the banana peel, classic, classic fashion, to make Gleok trip over himself, and that is how Gleok is defeated. Good bit. Yeah, Zelda. She's Link. He's got the Triforce of Courage energy you know even though it doesn't exist but he's he's charging into battle zelda's that triforce of wisdom she's got, she's the, got the plan banana peel strats and again um i don't want to say that mario kart stole from this but <laughs> we would go on to see that in mario kart games to this yeah day. i don't think anybody had ever slipped on a banana peel before this i no i can't think of anything <laughs> no um, so yeah, there we go. And uh, the beautiful maiden is saved by God. The day looks like it's won. 
And this girl goes up to Link and is like, can I give you a kiss for saving me? And Link, uh, this is amazing. Ha! Now that's what I like to hear. Pay attention, princess. You could learn something. <laughs> oh my god. What a what a monster. <laughs> well, literally what a monster because this beautiful maiden gives him a kiss and it turns him into a frog. <laughs> you know, we reveal... I I like Frog Link. <laughs> to be He's pretty cool. I kind of had that Chrono Trigger vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's not honestly not a bad fate for him, but he didn't like and it. As we see later in the show, like he has some pretty rad superpowers that go along with it. Yeah, actually, by the end of the show, you know, spoilers, like, I don't think there's any disadvantages to him being a frog. No, only I, it only just took him a little bit of time to get used to it <laughs> at the very beginning. There's only upside. <laughs> so our, our fair maiden is actually a Gibdo, and that took me a second to put together when I saw this, because originally I was like, is that like supposed to be a mummy or something like that? And did, uh, did anybody say Gibdo? I can't remember. They, they said Gibdo <laughs> okay. right after. Yeah, we should add a counter for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I can remember that Gibdos were a thing, to be honest, back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they were a enemy in in the first Zelda game. I, You know what? And I played the first Zelda game not that long ago, and I just like don't remember him for some reason. I they, always think of like Majora's Mask when I think Gibdos. They actually have a really kind of cute design like from the from the <laughs> artwork so they're they're less intimidating than you would think i guess well i mean this one looks pretty intimidating so again the very game, freaky <laughs> the game's just borrowing from this groundbreaking television animated series exactly yeah um so you know what i was i was kind of dogging on zelda last episode for being a little bit on the uh the frosty side the cold side the cold-hearted side but this episode, she gets actually kind of a nice moment because uh, Link is very distraught over being turned into a frog. And Zelda's just like, you know what, Link? We'll always be friends no matter what you look like. And gives him a hug. That was a nice little moment. Zelda is good, I think. You know, you gotta... There's only so much you can probably take of being asked to kiss someone constantly where you, you know probably hate true. their guts. So I think yeah. the fact that she sticks by Link... Because we, we do see his positive side. But, you know, he's also a very obnoxious. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, you know, I like I like that they uh, that they still they got each other's backs. You know what I mean? You know, what, you make it a really good point, actually, too, because even in their current roles where like Link more or less works for Zelda, like that's upper delegation. You're You're basically telling your boss to do work for you. You know, <laughs> when Link is saying, give me a kiss over and over and over again. Uh, you know, I could I could see where I'd be annoyed at that as well. So I'll I'll give Zelda a little bit more slack maybe in the coming episodes. Okay, okay, keep that in mind, please. So we're going to the absolute <laughs> best character on this show, who we actually didn't really get a lot of last episode. No, uh, Ganon, aka Mister McGannon, because he is in the bushes and he's watching this and has an all time <laughs> great line. God damn it! Enough mush. Enough mush. Enough mush. Mush. This is so fucking good. Not the evil. He's not watching from the evil jar. No, he's he's up in high rule, just doing his thing. Yeah, that was kind of I guess. So the first two episodes, it was like, okay, we got to have Ganon in the mix, so he just has to like 
trying to steal it, steal the Triforce, which was kind of goofy. But then the third one, he's not there at all. So it's it's kind of hard when, you know, Ganon is kind of by his nature just a guy who's sending out monsters. You know, how do you how do you have him there physically interacting? And they settled it by having him hiding in the bushes. God damn it, enough mush. I've been waiting <laughs> too long for this. <laughs> Respect, Ganon. Um, so he, he has a couple minions here. And I'm curious as to Ganon's strategy, because he kidnaps Zelda, which is is pretty sound so far. But Frog Link is knocked out because he can't grab his sword because he's got the frog hands. And eventually he learns to overcome that, as you said. So there's really no disadvantages <laughs> to this. But yeah. Frog Link knocks himself out. And then Ganon summons these two little bats, like these two tiny, teeny little bats. And he's like, finish them off, goddammit. And then leaves. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, not that I'm like an evil dictator or anything like that. But if I was, I would have finished off my mortal enemy when I had the chance. Or at least <laughs> kidnapped him as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. I, I guess we, you can't... You know what happens is you take Link out, he ends up in the evil jar, probably, and then you got this whole other situation, you know? You don't want to deal with that. I'm just saying, I, you know, it's it's no wonder that Ganon has the Triforce of Power, is all I'm, <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a... Uh, he's, um... I don't know, he's similar to Link in that way. He's a very one-track mind. Um, this was an absolutely all-time classic scene that popped to me when I saw it, and I thought it was so funny, and I don't know why. But when Link fucking, like, eats the fly out of midair, he just, like, his tongue <laughs> shoots out and gets it. I lost it. I thought that was so funny. It's pretty good. Sprite, Sprite is, like, afraid of him now, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. and that, that pays off later, because, like, Sprite, the a little bit later in the episode, Sprite is with him and uh, is, is just he eats another fly and she's like, "Are you gonna eat me?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. I love. I like. Maybe I like these last two episodes we've watched more because I there's a certain humor to Link's punishment. <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> I just feel like after experiencing two episodes where. He's he's hilarious, but it's like, why did they make Link like this? Like, why is he kind of a dirtbag? <laughs> it's funny to watch him kind of like get some on him. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, I agree. <laughs> it is interesting the way that they went because, like, you can kind of look at Zelda and at Link, and you're you could both say like neither of these guys are like particularly likable in no, yeah, in a lot of sense. You know what I mean? That's so that energy. That they did that. The energy of the show like always feeling like someone's going to say excuse me is because <laughs> the show is very like snarky the whole time you know where everyone's like eh why don't you do this eh, take that you know? it's like no one no one is like friends in this show you know here here's a line that i absolutely loved as well and maybe it's just cuz i was like thinking out of context and just the last time I had seen Sprite was when she was like grinding on Link to, to rub his back. <laughs> but when she's when she's just like, that's a lethal weapon you have there. I was just like, oh my God, was this a fucking outtake or something? Like, Oh, wow. I did. I like these things that you're finding that I'm not seeing. What am I missing? 
I didn't and she see was talking about his his fly eating tongue. You you gotta go watch the ass grab. Like I'm telling you, like facade just like full on doesn't care. Right in front of Link, like, hey, I got your your girl right here. It's it's unreal. <laughs> wow. There's so many there's so many layers that I've missed. <laughs> Every episode has it. There's the you know, from the first line of looking good princess, you know, like this is what what the show is, I guess. And that's probably the most apropos intro to what this show is all about right there. <laughs> yeah, the show is like scummy <laughs> at times. <laughs> Out there. Lots yeah. of times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, the talking Triforce of Wisdom. that I And I forgot that that was a thing, actually, until it started talking in rhymes again. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so the Triforce of Wisdom tells Lincoln Sprite. The Witch of Walls will help you best. To find her, you must make a quest. Seek the wall that has no end beneath the bow that cannot bend. <laughs> and so they do this and I'm thinking to myself like my god obviously this is where we get a link between worlds from because this witch just pops out of the wall 2D and everything she looks exactly like she came wow. out of the painting in Link Between Worlds <laughs> right I didn't make that connection uh wow that's great that's good I I had thought that this this was so strange like the rhyme scheme felt like Something that they said just because it it was like the first rhyme they thought of. So then they like made it into a real thing. You know what I mean? Like it was just so (laughs) that's what I meant when I said, like, what were they thinking about when they made this? Because it's so goofy. Like, is that based on anything? I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe it did create a link between worlds. I mean, really, like she looks like. The paintings in A Link Between Worlds. She's even got her like her nose on the side of her head in 2D form, which is amazing. Yeah. This like this whole thing was was good shit right here. Um and then the best part of it was Sprite, who's like, what is this? Ugly people day? <laughs> <laughs> that that is such a that's like one of those insults that's so bad that it's funny again, you know? Like like the jerk store called. They're out of you. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I, I feel like that just, like, cuts. Like, that's fire to the bone right there. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> Ugly people day. All right. So, in order to be cured and turn back into his human form, uh, Link has to be kissed by a princess voluntarily. So, some classic fairy tale shit right here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That, that I guess, you could kind of see where they're going. This show is going to bar- it borrows a lot from just kind of classic fairy tale stuff. That's a Zelda, early Zelda, you know? So my thought, in hindsight, is like, and we we know where we're going to go at the end of the show, but like, why didn't she just do it right then, right there? Um, Food food for thought, I guess. Well, when she, do- when she does it later, is it knowing, you know? Like, I can't remember what she says. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what- I don't know. I, feel I, like, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. When it does happen later, it's it's so like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? Um, I was excited because I was like, Link is finally gonna get his kiss, and like, he, even by the virtue of like, he has to get it. Uh, so I I was like, all right, let's do it. So Link and Sprite are um, invading Ganon's lair, and Ganon himself is actually trying to get a kiss as well, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> 
it's that was kind of weird. Everyone is horny for Zelda. It's kind of it's kind of off-putting it, a little bit. Did it not give you the same vibes as when Koopa is like trying to seduce Daisy? Yeah, actually, where it's like and and maybe Bison a little bit, where it's like yeah, it just didn't seem like a thing that was part of their, his character. But okay, you know, I guess it's just like that's what the villain does, you know. And then, like, the most surreal thing in all three of those instances is, like, like all of them are just like, well, yeah, I'm going to get it because I'm a powerful, like, evil yeah. guy. And then they're surprised when the 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 girl says no. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's some classic villain stuff right there. Big, big egos, I tell you. <laughs> he does, I like in that moment he, uh... I referenced this before, but he he's like talking about how he's holding her ransom, and he's like, "The price one triforce of wisdom." One triforce of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it goes, and maybe a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that that really made it all right. Like I was like, "All right, I'm back on board." Yeah. Um. All right. So, like you said earlier. There are no, and I mean no, disadvantages to being Frog Link. This <laughs> no. dude, this dude is fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. He's, he's, he's upside got... down on walls. He's climbing. Yeah. He's got crazy hops. He's got to learn to control it, obviously. But I mean, I guess you're just hideous or whatever. But, you know, I feel like Link can learn to live with that. I mean, he's not getting a kiss anyways, even in his human form. So like, <laughs> yeah, he might as well exactly. have all this cool shit. Yeah, you might as well. Uh, this was another amazing line, actually, when, when Sprite is is freaking out because Link keeps on eating flies, and he's like, sorry, I missed lunch. <laughs> like, cut to the oh next scene, God. and, like, it wasn't funny, but it was just, like, so unfunny that it was funny. I lo- Yeah, that's these one-liners. It's just delivering. Uh, another classic one-liner in that, in that amazing Ganon voice. Even as a frog, he causes trouble. <laughs> <laughs> just gets me. <laughs> But yeah, here we go. Link is a frog, and uh, he he rescues Zelda, and just as he's about to get that good, good, that kiss from Zelda, goddamn Ganon zaps him. Damn, dude. (laughs) Why are you throwing heat like that right now? So the next thing that happens is what we were talking about earlier. So Sprite rolls up and kisses Link, and then he turns back into a human. So I'm like, dude, why didn't you just do that? when you found out from a link between worlds lady that <laughs> you needed a kiss from a princess. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I didn't, I didn't think about that till just now because it happened to the episode and I was very much like, why, why did that work? And then they explain it at the very end, but it's, I don't know. It was just kind of like the story's just got to keep moving. <laughs> yep. No matter what, Link cannot get that kiss from Zelda. But I guess before we get to the end, um, Link is a human again. Zip, zap, zop. Ganon got got. He is toast. Our heroes escape. We learn that Sprite is a fairy princess, so that's how it worked. <laughs> but, so Link fucked this one up, because Zelda is just like, well, okay, I'll offer you a kiss for saving me anyways. And just as soon as this guy is about to get a kiss, he eats a fucking fly. Yeah. Pretty pretty gross, actually. <laughs> pretty pretty damn nasty. So he's, but also pretty pretty impressive that he was able to just like grab a fly. 
out of the air. Yeah, so maybe I guess there will be hopefully some lingering positive effects from becoming a frog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there we go. Zelda's disgusted. And that's how the episode ends. <laughs> I will say uh, I'm pretty sure actually Sprite being a fairy royalty it will be like the subject of an episode actually so um, oh there we go interesting that they at least brought that back interesting indeed yeah. i am uh, i'm looking forward to further adventures here about where we're gonna go because um, the the last two episodes that we just watched were like bat shit insane they were they were a lot of fun yeah i i really i like this one a lot as well so i'm it, the wall I think this is my was, favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's where it like went to another level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this ugly people day? <laughs> I love be, that. I'm going to be using that. You bet your ass I'm going to be using that probably on my Zelda Dungeon friends actually. <laughs> um there you know what there's one thing that I feel like we haven't given enough to. We we've talked about every time we love the Mario theme blasting in the beginning of everyone. But Right. This do the Mario end credits. I feel like we just got to touch on it a little bit. Um, mostly because I don't know what you think about this song. Um, but it has some. Do you what do you think about doing the Mario? I mean, I'm always down to do the Mario. <laughs> it was it was between doing the Mario and walking the dinosaur <laughs> for my wedding playlist. So the, uh, do the Mario was a close second. The song. It's one of the songs that's like do the dance and it has instructions but he, all they are are Mario, swing your arms, arms from, from side, side to side, side. <laughs> and then take one, one step, step and, and then, then again. again and that's all he, that's all doing the mario entails that, apparently that's the beauty of it though because anybody can do the mario <laughs> anyone can swing their arms and take two steps <laughs> you know at the end of spider-verse when he's like anyone can wear can wear the mask Anyone can do the Mario. You can do the Mario. Just like that. <laughs> it's got some like some tribal energy to it, I feel. Yeah. I I get hyped every time and I start pumping my fist and and I sing along even to the like the little like you got it and all that stuff. Like I love it. I it gets really Captain Lou could be a rapper, he I is, think too. He's something else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's funny you said that because my la- my very last note was do the Mario episode four is in the bank. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just I couldn't couldn't go on without giving it a a shout out. Yeah, we we should have probably given it its uh, its just due long before this. That's a big oversight, actually. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We only have so much time here, you know, on these bonus episodes. Absolutely. Well, our <laughs> bonus episode for today is at an end. Patrons, thank you so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. And we hope that you are enjoying the Legend of Zelda uh, cartoon series so far. And we've still got a long ways to go. We've got uh, 13 episodes to plow through. This is only number four. I can't wait to watch more. I'm going to be honest. If it's anything, if it's half as crazy as these ones were, I feel like we're in for a really good time. Yeah, I wish there were more episodes now. (laughs) I know, right? We're like a third of the way through or something, quarter of the way through. And I'm like, I, I wish there were more. Well, the the only good news is that there is a lot of other kind of weird Nintendo series like this that exist out there in the world that kind of will serve as maybe a spiritual sequel, if you will. Sure, yeah. 
But there you go. That's going to do it for episode number four. And uh, I can't wait to be back, like I said. Uh, in the meantime, you're probably already following us on Twitter, but if you're not, um, make sure that you are. I am at Spateri316. Goo is at GooeyFame. And uh, the podcast is at Virtual Theater X. Again, thank you so much for supporting the show. That was episode number four, Kiss and Tell. And we will be back soon with uh, episode number five, which is probably fucking crazy as well. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I don't remember what's what's the title of the next episode? Um the title of the next episode is The Unicorn King or something like that. Um Sing for the Unicorn. Mm, there we go. That's a good name. Okay. I like That's a good name. I'm excited about it. Uh I'm looking forward actually to episode number 7 Doppelganger because I remember watching this as a kid. Ooh. This particular episode, and I and I only remember watching it because there were two links. Oh, so maybe this is a uh, this created dark link, you know? Again, just another <laughs> thing that the game is doing. That uh, no, actually, I guess dark link was a thing by the time the show came out. Yeah, probably, kind of, yeah. sorta, kind of, sorta. <laughs> um, anyways, that's it for us. We will see you back here next time for uh, episode number five. Sweet.